for tuning in to Danger Close USA. Angry, pissed off American Podcast Radio. And your host. Your voice of reason during times of treason. Jeff Kaufman. today i watched a little bit of the um confirmation hearing uh i i i don't know man the republican party's just a wreck just a fucking wreck i'm sorry i have i i don't know what to say i mean it's just hypocrisy at its at its finest I understand they they have a a guarantee constitutionally to do this, and as much as they have the power to do it, they still also have the power not to do it. But like nobody's never going to take advantage of a situation like that. So. I mean, there was no stopping them anyways. I mean, there really isn't. There's a a glimmer of hope that maybe Republicans might say, you know, this is wrong or... But you know that it's just not going to fucking happen. Susan Collins came out. You know who Susan Collins is, and she's just kind of acting like she's not sure what she wants to do. She's hoping some of her colleagues can convince her that she's the right choice. I I know who she's going to go with. <laughs> she's always trying to be controversial. I, I mean, I'm just being honest. She's always trying to get herself out there. Of course, she's going to say a little something to raise eyebrows and make people go, oh, but it's meaningless. It's meaningless because every time she's ever done this, she's voted with the Republican Party and gone along with it. So, I mean, I don't see her doing anything other than what she's always done and that side with her party. Susan Collins can come out and say whatever she wants. But we all kind of know better. We've been through this before. But there's that glimmer of hope that maybe, somehow, some way, the Democratic Party can sway the minds of Republicans and not confirm this Supreme Court. In the meantime, Donald Trump is blazing crazy 
office rocker nuts. The train is off the fucking rails. Donnie Jr. Because that's because Donnie Jr. probably snored him up. I don't know. All I know is it's 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 horrible. It really is. It's horrible. The way he's acting, the things he's saying, and let's. I mean, let's just be honest about what we do know and leave it at that. There's a lot of a lot of things we're learning right now about Donald Trump's presidency and his corporation and the intertwining of the two enough to raise eyebrows on any side of the fence. It should not matter whether you're Republican or Democrat. We got a sitting president who's openly profited off his position. And continues to do it. Even with this last rally he held at the White House. These people were paid to appear. Stayed on Trump properties. They they brought that up as a talking point today. And I, I someone mentioned it. And I read up about it. And I'm like, you know, that's kind of fucked up. All on the taxpayer's dime. There seems to be like this underlining pointy finger <laughs> just saying look here's some more evidence here's some more evidence here's some more evidence here's some more evidence here's a little bit more here's something else oh looky here what's this and no matter what no matter no matter what it is those in his base that are totally have totally bought into this whole Trumpanism mumbo jumbo are cheering it. They're they were cheering him that he cheated his taxes. Everybody can see the president cheated. Anybody can tell he cheated he cheated on his taxes. It's right there in your face, staring at you. The GOP is silent and his base is admi- is admiring that he's capable of doing this. They're applauding this. They are applauding this. Cheering him on for being a con job, for cheating on his taxes. I mean, this is where we are right now. I mean, there's just so much coming out. There was, there was plenty before this. There's just so much now. I mean, it's becoming almost impossible to follow. It is impossible to follow. I mean, if you really pay attention, if you've been paying attention the last couple of years, it's totally impossible to follow and keep track. I mean, it's just an overload of bullshit. Bullshit and more bullshit. It's always something. And his base eats it up while the rest of us are going, this is fucking wrong. Uh, this is Danger Close, USA. I'll be right back.
we see a lot of the hypocrisy on the Republican side right now because they're fighting for their their lives, so to say. You know, Lindsey Graham was quoted when Donald Trump ran for presidency that he felt that if the Republican Party nominated Donald Trump, that it would be the end of the GOP, the end of the Republican Party. And I wonder if he remembers those quotes. Never mind the quotes that he used uh, back in Obama's era about not placing a Supreme Court justice. It's it's ironic because there's like a a quote for everything from Lindsey Graham. Well, I wonder though. You know, I, I really do. I wonder if he realizes how much truth he was speaking when he said what he said about Donald Trump. I mean, it's just so ironic. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's terrible. It's so ironic. It's mind-boggling. So I don't know if if you've been paying attention, but Donald Trump's basically having a meltdown right now on Twitter. And this was what my show was really going to be about when I got in the car and I sat down, I knew what I was going to talk about, and I, of course, distracted myself because there's so much going on. There's just so much going on. But I think what I want to talk about bears to be recognized as a valid concern amongst Americans. I think for a large portion of us, we're well aware of how fraudulent everything seems that's coming from the Republican Party. I think for the most part, we're all well aware of how horrible it is under Donald Trump as far as his leadership is concerned and to be honest with what's going on in our country. I've talked about it before, so I'm going to talk about it again. The division is purposeful. I think because he has empowered his side in the equation as far as the division is concerned in this country. By doing that, he has demonized one side of this division and has empowered and praised the other side in this division. It should be a giant red flag for any God-loving American flag-saluting red, white, and blue blood-pumping American. It should be a giant red flag for anyone who calls himself a patriot when the president and vice president of the United States are refusing refusing to commit to the peaceful transference of power. It should be a giant red flag. But the biggest red flag should be the division and how he's empowering his side. You have threats of civil war being thrown from both sides of the equation. I'm not blind to it on both sides. 
but we have one side that's just basically challenging America. Either win or lose. That should be terrifying for any American. That should be a giant red flag for any American. And we seem to we seem to forget about the threats against democracy from the right if he wins or if he loses. It's it's insane. I was listening to another uh, Proud Boy supporter talking about how, I mean, this was what he said, word for word, basically, I, you know, how that if Joe Biden wins, they're going to come out in full force because they believe that then it's proof that it's a rigged election because there's no way Donald Trump could lose. And then they said... They're going to come out for full force if Donald Trump wins because the Democrats, meaning um, anti-fascist groups and Black Lives Matter and all these other, will riot if Donald Trump wins. So they're going to have to come out in full force either way. I don't doubt for a minute if Donald Trump won, there's going to be some protesting going on in this country. I have no doubt. I mean, I'm not making, like, a threat. I'm just saying that's just a logical fucking outcome to what would happen if Donald Trump won because there are too many Americans on both sides of the fence right now. And for one side to claim victory over the other has a demeaning effect, uh, no matter how you look at it. You want to just, you know, let's all be fair winners and losers. We just got to be fair Winners or losers, no matter what. We can't question anything. And there's a lot of people that are questioning the validity of Donald Trump was to win. And there's a lot of people questioning the validity of if uh, Joe Biden was to win. I don't think anybody's blind to that. But the threats of violence is just... It's conflicting. It's conflicting because... I don't see how any group of Americans threatening the lives of other Americans can't be considered a terroristic threat. These are not the fucking patriots of the 1770s, buddy. This is 2020. And I keep hearing this narrative and this rhetoric about how the people on the right, I mean, they're wanting a civil war. They think this is going to end a civil war will end all the problems in America by regaining control of their democracy somehow through their power of the Republican Party. I don't know what they're fucking thinking. I'll be honest with you. But, you know, I, I'm a libertarian. I, I believe in my Constitution. I, be, I believe in my Bill of Rights. I, you know, I pray to God and love my country. And I'm a Democrat. I, mean, I guess that makes me a bad guy, right? I mean, I don't know. They want to demonize anybody and everybody except the President of the United States. He doesn't need to be demonized. He's done a brilliant job of it on his own. 
let's give him credit where credit's due. He's done a great job at painting himself into a corner. I know some painting companies that would hire him. I'm just saying. I'm a hard-working American. You know, I love my country and all that jazz. But at the end of the day, I see Donald Trump for what he is. I don't know what everybody else sees. A guy who cheated on his taxes, cheated on his wife, cheats at golf, cheats at everything. I don't have any respect for Donald Trump. Doesn't mean I don't like Donald Trump. Well, I guess, yeah, yeah, well, obviously I don't like Donald Trump. But just because someone doesn't earn my respect on a normal basis, doesn't mean I won't like the person, I just won't be able to have the respect for them. It means, you know, if they told me it was raining outside, I'd look out my window first. If it was sunny, I'd bring an umbrella. I don't trust somebody, I don't trust anybody. There's nothing I can do about that. It's very hard to earn that trust back. We've seen a lot of display by Donald Trump over the course of the last four years that has done nothing but cause us to distrust him. How can you trust him? So if I can't trust him, obviously I don't respect him. So when people are uh, ranting and raving about you know, all these wonderful things he's done for this country, I, I I don't see it. I'm sorry, I don't I don't I don't see it. I don't see what other people see when they talk about Donald Trump. I don't I don't have the same picture in my mind. You know, and, it, and it's frustrating because you have. Evangelicals on his side of the fence praising him up and down and you know there are sinners in this world that, that, that change there are people that deserve your praise deserve your prayers there are people that do that you know they earn that Donald Trump has not proven to me that he's godly he doesn't go to church he doesn't even have a verse out of the Bible. I remember an interview where he was asked about his favorite verse out of the Bible. And he said, well, I don't like to talk about stuff like that. Because he doesn't have a favorite verse out of the Bible. And if he did, he, he would have he had it memorized, be able to say something. You know, he could, I bet he doesn't even know the, the, our, our Father's heavenly prayer. I mean, I, I'm just saying. I mean, it's, it's, it's just comical, man. If you really want to be honest, it's comical. It's, it's almost like a very well-written soap opera. Just a little too dramatic. But I mean, it, it is fucking comical. I'm not trying to be funny. It's fucking comical. I know they're not trying to be comical, but they're fucking, it's fucking comical. I mean, just look at what's going on. Look at Kellyanne Conway. I mean, it's just so fucking comical. Everything, these, these fucking characters in this like story plot that no writer could ever dream up I mean this would make for a hell of a fucking reality show wait a minute didn't they elect a reality star to be in a reality show isn't this kind of what this is all like he constantly rants and raves about ratings fucking anybody remember a president that just had to stay on top of the ratings yes when I talked yesterday I had more viewers than NBC has ever had in 50,000 years. I am the greatest. He's just, oh man, more than just annoying too. But I mean, that is something too. He's just fucking annoying. There's so much more to Donald Trump, but 
motherfucker is annoying. He annoys this whole fucking country. He annoys every fucking American in America. He's that fucking annoying. He's that annoying. This is Danger Close USA. I'm at Walmart getting diapers. You want to come with me? Yeah, I'll be right back. I ain't bring you in there. Fuck Walmart. There's all sorts of news out there. I read something about a farm that had put up a uh, pro-Biden uh, sign. I believe it was on the barn or something like that. It got burnt down. That's great. Um, there's lots of reports of homes being vandalized because they had a Biden sign in their yard. Happening all over the country right now. People are vandalizing homes because they have a Biden sign in their yard. And they say how radical the left is. They're making it so people are afraid to advertise that they uh, are exercising their freedom to vote whoever the fuck they want to. But... You know, they, they always point at the left saying the left is the evil ones and they're violent and uh, intolerant and uh, all these wonderful things that they love to say about people on the left, the Democrats, even centrists, libertarians, you know. We just don't happen to have the same value system, I guess. I've driven by thousands of Trump signs over the course of the last four years. 
Never once did I get out of my car and go to damage one of them or burn down a building because of it. And I'm a Democrat. I guess I'm just not violent enough. I just, I have to wonder how you come up with that excuse. You know, how do you, how do you rationalize that? We constantly hear how bad the left is. Bad, bad, bad. The people on the left, the Democrats. Donald Trump tweets it all the time. Democrat-run cities are burning in flames and the world is coming to an end. All because of Democrats, Democrats, Democrats. But we see it all the time on the right. We see violence all the time on the right. It's a constant reminder of what the right usually uses for anything that has to do with an argument or disagreement between them or another American. It always ends up in violence. It's not... It's not what they make it seem like. Like, the Democratic Party is like an evil group of people. When you really look at it, though, let's just be honest about shit. Please, let's just be honest about shit. We see a lot of violence coming from the right. We see the right armed to the teeth, ready to do damage if someone protested in Louisville. It's unbelievable. support Donald Trump. You probably paid more taxes than he did. I don't get it. And I've heard it a few times now, and it's 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 pretty comical. I don't see how a blue-collar, hard-working American can support a guy that's ripped off co- countless contractors, lawsuits for uh, causing damages to businesses because he fulfilled he didn't fulfill his obligation to pay them. I mean, it's, it's insane. I mean, if you were a blue-collar worker and you went to work for Donald Trump, by the looks of things, good luck getting fucking paid. And it happened more than once, more than twice, where he refused to pay contractors that worked on his buildings. We got a guy that's that's been lying about his tax returns. I mean, come on. People are cheering him for using these loopholes, and he says it's all legal. But yet he refuses. I mean, we're talking about a guy who's supposed to be making millions and millions and millions of dollars. Millions and millions and millions of dollars. Pays out millions and millions and millions of payroll taxes. Millions and millions and millions of real estate taxes. Millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions. But yet can only claim $750 in taxes. Millions and millions and millions and millions. Millions. Billions, maybe. Trillions. Millions and billions and billions and millions. Millions of billions and billions. But he only paid $750 in taxes, but he made millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. Millions. Billions. 
Don't you find that comical? I'm, I'm kind of, I find it kind of funny. I'm sorry. I think it's funny. Can't help it. And people just, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well, you know, he, uh, he, uh, what he did was he, um, he utilized the tax code to his benefit. Yes. See, on a, on a, on a Trump golf course, there's six heads of goat, 30 heads of chicken. And so, therefore, um, his golf courses are recognized as farms. So he doesn't have to pay taxes on them. I mean, there's actual documentation that he keeps. I mean, I'm not lying about that. We'll go look it up. And people are like, what? Now, I know somebody personally that does this himself. Has a huge chunk of property. Has a few ducks, a few chickens, a couple goats. And now it's a farm. Even though it's really just a house in the middle of the woods. People that do that are the ones that are circumventing the responsibility of paying their fair share. Same thing with the president. Before he was president and after becoming president. We, I mean, we're just, let's just be honest here. We got a guy who would literally do everything he could to avoid paying taxes. It's, it's a statement about mainly his character, who he is as a human being. It's the same thing with him lying to Bob Woodard. It's the same thing with him lying to um, whoever it was. Can't remember his name right now. Jeffrey Goldstein, I believe, was the writer um, about losers and suckers. The comments he made about our military. This isn't off character for him. All of these things are going perfectly in line of what we've all been paying witness to since him becoming president. It's all been on full display. We're not blind, deaf, and mute. We see it. We hear it. We watch it. Those of us with a good memory, we've been paying attention to it. We've been paying attention to it for far too long. And we're tired of it. I'm sick of it. about things and honest about things let's call people what they are militia groups we call them terrorists we get these political hacks that are lying and covering for the president we call them traitors we call the president a traitor we call anybody who's not supporting this country right now what they are I'm sorry I, mean, I don't know what else to say I can't say everybody's a traitor I mean that's just wrong my point I'm trying to make is how can you call yourself a patriot of this country while you're supporting Donald Trump, cheering a corrupt Republican Party, and blaming everything on Democrats and liberals? Look what happened to our country in four years underneath Donald Trump, and you want four more of this shit? You're crazy. I'll be right back.
added a little more. You hardly ever saw granddaddy down here. They only come a town about twice a year. You buy a hundred pounds of yeast and some copper line. Everybody knew that you made moonshine. Copperhead Road. And then ran a whiskey in a big black box. Bought it at an auction at the Mason's Lodge. Shots of candy sheriff painted on the side. Well, him and my uncle tore that engine down I still remember that rumbling sound When the ship came around in the middle of, of the night Heard mama crying the sun was right He's headed down to Knoxville with a weekly load You can smell a whiskey burning down Copperhead Road number one hits that guy's had I don't think this is the only one he's ever had but I do like I do like his music he's definitely different so short though you think it'd be a little longer I don't know about you but you know it's it's getting to that point I mean I'm, I'm sure if he's this bad this close 
Imagine how much worse he's going to get when we're at 10 days till. Five days till. But what I wanted to talk about, which I don't think a lot of people like to talk about, is the comparison of Donald Trump to Adolf Hitler. I know the difference. There's no telling me that I don't know the difference. Very well aware of the fact of the atrocities of Adolf Hitler and his regime. There's, you don't have to explain anything history-wise. I understand that. What I'm comparing him to is the rise to power of Adolf Hitler. I'm not comparing him in necessarily to the same deeds of Hitler in any way, shape, or form. I don't think that would be intelligent. What I think would be intelligent is to realize the similarities in some of the talking points Donald Trump has used, realize some of the similarities in the threats that he has used, realize some of the similarities in the division that is so purposeful, realize the similarities in some of the speeches in some of his public displays, such as the balcony scene. Realize there are some similarities into him and his comparison to being chosen by God. Hitler's rise to power and Donald Trump's blatant ignorance or whatever you want to call it towards his rule of presidency is, is similar. His threats of arresting political opponents right before an election, similar. Um, creating false narratives and lies and deceivements using the media, very similar on many, on many accounts, almost exact. What we fail to recognize is that when someone like me chooses to do these comparisons, it's not a comparison as to say, I just don't like Donald Trump and I'm saying all these horrible things. It's not even anywhere similar to that. What I'm doing is simply being vigilant. I have heard the argument before, and I have talked about it in a previous episode, where people are saying things like, well, comparing Donald Trump to Hitler is an attack upon the Holocaust itself and um, disrespectful to all the lives lost. And I think you see where I'm going with this. A constant barrage of you shouldn't say anything like that because it's an attack on the Jewish faith. I don't think you could honor Holocaust victims in the Jewish faith any better by being vigilant and keeping record and paying attention to what Donald Trump has been doing. Nobody's saying he's out to kill Jews. What we're saying is he's using a lot of the same weasel-like avenues of approach in this election. And it's dangerous. And America's not recognizing it.
and I, I re reiterate, sorry for the pause there. I had traffic all over my ass. I was trying to cross a road there. It was like wall-to-wall -wall traffic. Um, let's just say that I think vigilance is probably the key to honoring the loss of life in World War II and keeping tabs on people who earn positions of power such as Donald Trump has and be wary of abuse. I honestly don't think comparing Donald Trump to Hitler is a bad thing. I think it's an intelligent thing. I think it's an intelligent effort to pay attention to some of the things that Donald Trump says and does for the sake of honoring how everything happened in Germany, how everything played out, how, how Hitler rose to power, the steps that he took, the things that he did, the things that he said. It's important to pay attention to these things. Anybody should be paying attention to these things. It's important. And the reason why it's important is so we don't allow that to happen again, as we saw before World War II. A lot of could have been done by the German people if they were recognizing the danger there, but they didn't. A lot of them, like I, I quoted once, a friend of mine told me that his mother is still alive and she's a survivor of, of uh, Adolf Hitler's regime. I believe she's in her 90s. And basically what was said was they followed the cart until it got stuck in the mud. And then they got stuck in the mud. There was no way to turn around because it was too late. And I don't know if it, many people can understand that, uh, what I just said, but I mean, they basically just said, we followed the card into the mud. And that's what I see the MAGA crowd doing. They believe in Donald Trump so much and he, they got this, this uh, fever of patriotism and uh, the longevity of his presidency and all these things and it all rolled into one. And, and they're praising him even when he's doing bad, even when he's showing how corrupt he actually is when he's basically just giving everybody some foresight into who he really is and what's laying ahead for us. I mean, this is more dismantling of our government. He's been totally doing that since the beginning and it's all to protect himself and he's doing a fine job at it. We need to pay attention because if we're not, then we're failing as Americans. So when someone compares Donald Trump to Hitler, I don't always think of it as the whole scope of who Hitler was, I think of it more or less that they're paying attention to what is going on. And I think that's the bottom line. I think they're paying attention to what's going on in this country and they're speaking out about it. They're protecting this country. This is Danger Close USA, angry, pissed off American podcast radio. You know, one more time, I don't think it's bad for anybody to pick apart Donald Trump and compare him to Adolf Hitler in the essence of how he became who he is. And I think it's important that we pay attention to these things and be, and be vigilant and speak out. It's just one of those days where you don't want to wake up. Everybody sucks. If we can uh, just be honest for a moment, Donald Trump's presidency is on the line and so much more is on the line for him on the personal side. So let's just be honest about 
what he's doing and what he's going to do and how far he's willing to go to secure the protection that the presidency offers him. Pay attention, America, because it's important. The next few days are going to be horrific in red flags, just covered in red flags. We just need to pay attention and call them out on it. Because that's all you really can do. Have a great day, America. Thanks for tuning in. Remember, please share me on your social media. Hey, don't go anywhere. Look in the description on this podcast and please donate to my cause. It's my family at stake. It's Danger Close, USA, Angry Pissed Off American Podcast Radio. Your host, Jeff Kaufman. Have a great day, America. Hoo ah. Right now, I'm dangerous. We've all feel like shit. And been treated like shit. All those motherfuckers. They want to step on and step on. I hope you know I'm packing chips all. Let's get your ass raw. And if my day keeps going this way, I'm just like, break something tonight. Pack a chainsaw. Let's get your ass raw. And if my day keeps going this way, I'm just like, break something tonight. Pack a chainsaw. Let's get your ass raw. And if my day keeps going this way, I'm just like, break your fucking face tonight. Give me some.